Have you ever tried dancing? Doesn't matter if it's ballet, jazz, hip hop, or in some cases, like mine, simply moving your body side to side to the rhythm of music. It could be fun, liberating, or maybe even terrifying if you're to do it with, say, a date or in front of a crowd. But let's imagine for a second that you wanted to dance so badly to your favorite song, but then you couldn't move an arm, or that you couldn't bend both your legs. Or jump up and down while shaking your head at the same time. What if you were restricted from moving one, two, or even more parts of your body the way you wanted to? Will you still dance? This is the story of Jaron Herman. Playwright, teacher, and a dancer continues to defy logic and reason. This is Maverick, and this is Camille, and this is Sincerely Human, a show about humans you should know, and their stories of spreading positivity and doing good in the modern age. <laughs> okay, it's gonna be a nice day today. I'm really excited. Jaron Herman was diagnosed with hemiplegia cerebral palsy at three months old. Hemiplegia cerebral palsy is a neuromuscular disorder that affects quadrants of the body. For Jaron, the disability affects his whole left side. Signals from his brain don't travel as regularly to his body, or if they do, they often misfire, which then results in stiffness, rigidity of his muscles, and the type of physical impairment that you'll often see on someone who's paralyzed. My parents told me that the doctors told them that um, I wouldn't be able to walk, talk, um, eat, clothe myself independently. So when Jaron was told he can't do any of those things, he rebelled, but not in the way you'd think. He was so determined to succeed, even as a young child. That's Gerald, Jaron's dad. He he never really allowed us to baby him or to help him. He was, when he even started walking, he was just determined to do it on his own. He shunned us <laughs> uh, from, from any type of assistance. So he just had what I- Gerald said that when Jerron was young, they enrolled him in a preschool for disabled children. But after about two months, the school director visited their home and told them that because Jerron showed such a high level of advancement, Keeping him in that preschool would be detrimental to his growth. And then, of course, we had we faced a lot of the mainstream issues of having him in a program with other children who could use both their hands that didn't have their limitations. And of course, that was our biggest fear. But with Jerron, once again, having the heart of a lion, he was so determined and he did very, very well. Jaron grew up and studied in a regular school in Alameda, California. When he was in the third grade, he started to write short stories and poems. But over time, his love for writing developed. And my older brother, he's uh, 32 now. Uh, he's an actor, and when we were growing up, he was kind of a matinee idol. Like, he did all of the, the plays for his high school. He was the lead in, in everything. And um, by nature of me being his little brother, I had to go to everything and, and also went to rehearsals and uh, tech rehearsal and, 
and previews and the actual performances and in the in that process of, of moving with this with the show I really fell in love with um, this community I fell in love with the idea of creating from nothing I, I love the idea of um, interpreting characters he found it really compelling that you could go into another sphere into another realm for a little bit and then go back to your own life and so I decided to write because, again, like I didn't know that there would be performers with disabilities on stage or that there were people in movies or any of that. So I thought, like, okay, well, how can I be part? It might be just to, not, not just, but to be a writer and then to create the stories, to, to create the, the, um, the plays and the musicals that would have people like me in them. How come there are no characters like me? How come I don't see disabled people perform on stage? Those are questions Jaron kept asking as he wrote plays and scripts. I think I, I write with an aspirational heart that um, the things that I wish to see in the world will happen in the, in the plays and the, the stories that I write. While in school, Jaron had a teacher, Mrs. Andrews. She told him that if he wanted to be a great writer, he should move to New York City. And from then on, it was I was actually <laughs> obsessed with New York City. He knew he wanted to become an artist. His dream, though, was so unformed, unfashioned. But in spite of that, Jaron was so sure he wanted to move to New York City to find out exactly what that dream was. He woke me up and he said to me, he said, Dad, I was accepted into NYU. That's Gerald again. And I looked at him and I said, son, I, I can't afford it. You have to go to a local college in, you know, the state of California where, you know, we could manage that. And he says, no, dad, I'm going to trust God and I'm going. And I told him that I have no choice but to stand behind your decision because I don't see any way that this could possibly happen. And he was able to raise enough money to get him to New York into NYU for one semester. Unfortunately, Jaron couldn't stay at the Tisch School of the Arts at NYU past the first semester because his parents just couldn't afford to keep him there. Jaron scrambled to find all his college applications just to see where he could transfer for the spring semester. But because it was the middle of the school year, all of the schools he applied to previously were already closed for admission. Well, except for one. And so I, I transferred that semester to a small Christian school in, in the city as well called the King's College. It was in the middle of my King's experience that I, um, that I started dancing. Uh, I was a sophomore, it was like my sophomore summer, and I was interning at a theater company, the best theater company for children and families, the New Victory Theater on 42nd Street, as an education apprentice. Um, and while working in arts education and curriculum building for teaching artists, I uh, one of the other assignments I had was to assist uh, teaching artists in like intensive studio weeks. Um, and Studio Weeks is like a week-long intensive where they teach uh, a skill to public school teachers. And uh, they had a theater room and a dance room. And the dance room was so empty. <laughs> None of the interns wanted to be a part of the, of the dance room. And so I thought, okay, well, you know, this theater room is packed. Let me go into this dance room and just 
hang out and, and, and help this guy who I'd never met. And so I met the choreographer who was hosting the intensive. Shortly after meeting Jaron, the choreographer said, why don't you just become one of the participants and not an assistant? I don't need an assistant. It was such a, a different, it was so, it was out of my realm of, of, of consideration because we were, like, we were writing our names with our noses <laughs> in the air and, you know, creating solos and talking about art. And, and while I was at a theater company, But during this time, Jerome hadn't yet considered working on any artistic practice full time. That's the normal way to go. Like you, you take, you do your nine to five job, and then you write your 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 your, your screenplay. You know, you have a nine to five job, and then you you know do your you go to your jazz club <laughs> from eleven to twelve. You know, and do your set. Like it's when you have time to do it. The same guy whom Jaron met at the New Victory Theater introduced him to Heidi Latsky, a renowned choreographer and performer who founded Heidi Latsky Dance a modern dance company dedicated to provocative and innovative performances by people with unique attributes. How I kind of think about how I'm even a part of this um, and how like two non-disabled people <laughs> can, you know, recognize uh, art history within my body is that they, um, they, they, they had no preconceptions. These preconceptions about Jaron what his body can and cannot do. Those go away the moment he steps on the dance floor. It vanishes in those few minutes when you see a performance like Jaron's. One that is always so raw, so moving, so authentic. And Jaron's dad, he couldn't be more proud of his son. I just cannot believe how phenomenal he is. I can't believe he's my child. And I, I mean, he had so many strikes against him. And for him to be able to succeed, to be so determined, I am so proud. He has helped me tremendously with my faith and just my walk in life and being really determined to also accomplish my own personal goals and aspirations. He is, he is really my example. For years now, Jaron has not only been an example and inspiration to his dad, but to other parents with young children, disabled or non-disabled, wanting to socialize through dance. Yeah, when the Great Big Story story came out, I got so many messages from parents of children with disabilities um and that was that was another it was just another level for me because i had i didn't know that i would be helping to affect the next like i would be helping to affect how parents see their children you know and how parents want to engage their children i got so many messages from parents saying that my my daughter loves to dance and now i'm going to put her into dance class and um, you know, I wasn't sure about how I would train my child to, to live in this world until I saw what you're doing. Jaron says he's been by himself, defying his limitations pretty much his whole life, and that it was only a few years ago when he realized the impact he had on people who get the chance to see him perform. 
It's funny, I, I tell people it's like, like doing life with Jerron is like a master class. That's Dubois, Jerron's friend whom he met at Hillsong NYC, a church in New York City that brought them together because of their mutual love for dance. You're just learning and seeing how, like, what does it mean to really be a person of integrity, of grace, of faith, uh, who is just amazingly talented on top of all of that. Dubois says he's excited for Jerron to continue honing his craft, whether it be as a dancer, a writer, or just an incredibly talented human being who reshapes the narrative around people with disabilities. Currently, Jerron is part of a pilot program as a teaching artist at the Manhattan School for Children, a school that's a pioneer in including children with special needs in regular classrooms, particularly those with physical challenges. He's also part of the National Dance Institute's Dream Program. It's a program where kids, with and without disabilities, partner together in dances so they can each learn the mechanics and skills for engaging with each other. I think that the Lord really does uh, co-sign our dreams and our, our desires, of course it says. For Jerron, all the difficulties that were stacked against him made him see the world differently. In parallel to that, made him move distinctly from others as well. I, I represent two halves. I represent, um, I represent what doctors and what reality say, and I, I represent what is possible and what could be. And it's funny that like the left side is often perceived as what is reality, like what's, what's the hindrance, and yet it is the exact reason why I'm able to do the extraordinary things that I get to do. As for what Jerron wants to keep doing, my family definitely motivates me um, because they've seen, they've been, they've been at every major peak and valley that I've had. So to continue making them proud is definitely one of my biggest goals. And he continues to do that. Last year, Jerron was honored as Alumni of the Year at King's College. And from that shy apprentice who's never danced in his life, Jerron is now working as the development director of the Heidi Latsky Dance Company. As for Gerald's final message to his son, You are a gift from God, and I appreciate the fact that God gave you to me to be my son because you are an inspiration to all people. Keep doing the great job you're doing, son and dance. <laughs> if you want to see Jerron perform, just check out the Heidi Latsky Dance website so you can check out the dates and venues of their shows. You can also follow him on Instagram. Just look for Jerron Marcel. Thank you for joining us on our first episode of 2018. If you haven't already, please take a moment to rate and leave a review on our podcast. Your feedback and support always goes a long way. We want to keep sharing these stories, and we can't do it without your help. Also, we'll be launching the kindness memos at the end of our next episode. We'll be featuring our listeners who've sent us stories of kindness, positivity, or helping others. So if a random stranger did something nice for you, and you want to send out a thank you, or if you want to encourage others with your own little story of showing or receiving kindness, Record a voice memo and send it to us at contact at hellohuman.com with the subject line, 
the kindness memos. Again, send it to us at contact at hello, H-U-E-M-A-N.com with the subject line, the kindness memos. Don't forget to add your name and where you're from. Catch you guys next time and be good to one another.